Do you love watching sports highlights? Five Star, the world's first sports highlight rating app is here. Athletes and fans can share, view, and rate the best sports highlights between one and five stars. The app is comment-free and has athletes of all skill levels, even pros like Kylie O'Miller, Kyle Harrison, and the 2022 PLL MVP, Trevor Baptiste. Download Five Star Highlights to earn yours. Happy holidays from the crew of the Quintessential Podcast. That's Dr. Z. I'm Quinn Kesnick. Today we're joined by Charlotte North, uh, super special guest. Boston College, Team USA, Athletes Unlimited, uh, two-time to our time winner. Charlotte, uh, where are you joining us from today? Hello, I am uh, currently in Boston, Massachusetts, uh, up here, um, you know, running around like crazy as usual, but uh, pretty much home base up here in Boston. So you, you, you're going to stay in Boston now as, as you launch this next part of your career? Yep, love it up here. So you have roots in Texas, in, in the Dallas area, correct? Correct. Yes. Originally from Dallas, Texas, born and raised my whole life. And now you're up in Boston. That's cool. Cause uh, our last guest we, we spoke to on the show was Harvard head coach, Jerry Burns. So one of my favorite spots uh, to travel to, especially in the summer is, is Boston. I, I want to go over a bunch of topics uh, with you. Um, we're going to kind of start with the present and then head back in your career. Uh, first thing I, I want, I want to discuss is, like, who are your heroes? Who, who, who's the one? Who are some people that stand out as, as heroes for you? It's a great question. Um, I have a lot. I think uh, I got to go back in time uh, to my high school days and my club lacrosse days um, and talk about my high school coach, Maggie Cook. Uh, she moved to Dallas when I was a sophomore in high school, um, and she essentially took over our high school program really, you know, put efforts into growing our club program down there, Grit Lacrosse. And she taught me, you know, all all I needed to know about lacrosse and, you know, really instilled the love of the game in me uh, as I started to grow um, and and love it some more, learn some more about it. Um, And she was such a great mentor uh, to me and has just taught me so much and been, you know, my biggest supporter throughout my career. and not only was she an amazing coach, but um, she's just such a great person and uh, has really supported me and helped me learn a lot throughout lacrosse in life. Um, so she's definitely up there on the list. I got to go also more into the future, <clears throat> I guess, you know, recent years um, with my former coach and teammate, Kayla Trainer, um, who I just think, you know, not only is she one of the best players or the best to have ever played uh, women's lacrosse, but I think she's, um, another really important mentor to me. She's taught me more in, in a matter of years that I could ever imagine or, or kind of thank her for. So, um, I'm lucky that I got to actually line up next to her this summer and play, uh, in the world cup with her, which was just a dream come true. I grew up idolizing her, watching her, uh, every chance I could and, um, to get to learn from her as her player, um, and win a national title together, and then also uh, move on and, and be able to play with her um, during her final final time with Team USA this summer was really special, and um, it's something I'll, I'll never forget or take for granted. Yeah, Kay- Kayla's got an undeniable presence. If uh, I was at the, the championship game in the rain against Canada this summer at Towson, and if I t- had taken a stranger with me and, and had said, like, who's the captain here? Who's the steadying force? It's just so apparent uh, visually, spiritually amongst the team 
what she means to, to, to the group. And then obviously with her outstanding play, but, but that, that's pretty cool. Well, what, what's, what's your why, Charlotte? What's your, what's your why? What's driving you right now? I love that question as well. I think it's something that I um, really connect with because it's kind of pushed me and driven me throughout my career. And it's, it's always just been how much I love what lacrosse, you know, makes me feel and brings to my life. And I'm so fortunate that, you know, lacrosse has brought me so many places to, you know, meet so many special individuals and build relationships with so many people um, and just have these incredible um, life-changing experiences. So um, it, it sounds general, um, but it really is just why I love the game. Um, and it's, you know, the beauty of the game itself, um, how, you know, no two players are alike. Everybody has their own style, uh, which is something I've always loved from the beginning. Um, it's just the the room to create your own style essentially and really buy into what you want your style to be like as a player um, and also learning from other people's styles. Like that's one of the coolest parts as well is just getting to, to, to watch everyone else um, take a little bit of what you like, try to implement it into your game, um, bounce ideas off of each other, your teammates, um, other coaches, um, people you meet along the way. And then, you know, just most importantly, the relationships that you build um, within the sport um, you know, whether it's teammates, coaches, um, supporters, mentors, all, all of the above have just been so influential in my life. Um, and I think that that's the, the most important thing that, that drives me and, you know, makes me happy and, and makes me love this, this sport so much is, is those relationships. It's interesting because I kind of view you as a pioneer in the women's game in terms of what you're going to try to do now. You know, my generation, most of my peers who wanted to stay involved with lacrosse got into, into coaching uh, and they've had great careers. Then you got into guys, you know, Gary Gate was a peer of mine and, and Mark Millen, guys who chose to pursue lacrosse as, as a career. Uh, Paul Rabel kind of bringing that into, the, into the, the spotlight in terms of the men's game. You're that right now for the women's game. Uh, so you had decisions staring at you, uh, you know, when you, when you graduated recently from Boston College. Like, I'm sure you can get into coaching but you chose to stay on the playing side of this and to, to market yourself and your brand and your products and your expertise uh, and, and your notoriety uh, and the fact that you're such a big star. Was, was that a difficult decision? Was, did it just come easy? And, and, and how's it going so far, less than what, six months away from, uh, you know, uh, finishing up at, at BC? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it was definitely, um, you know, it's always, change is always hard and there's always, you know, decisions um, that lay in front of you. And I'm very, very fortunate and very grateful that I've had, um, just like I said, so many mentors and, you know, teammates and people I looked up, look up to um, who have helped me along the way, uh, especially in terms of, you know, big decision-making. Um, I think uh, coaching has always, um, you know, been something in the back of my mind. I love, you know, getting to work with a bunch of different age groups of girls. I love connecting with the next generation of women's lacrosse players, learning their stories, learning their style, why they love the game, because every reason is different. And I just, I love connecting with them um, on a personal level. Um, and, and you know, one day maybe, maybe it'll turn into, you know, a different coaching role um, down the line, definitely open, open to, you know, potentially coaching in, in college. Um, but for the time being, I, I really am loving um, getting to continue playing at a high level, which is really, really a special opportunity to have a professional league and Athletes Unlimited right now. 
um, as well as getting a chance to participate on the national team, which again is a once in a lifetime opportunity that I'm very fortunate to have. So being able to continue to train and, and play at a high level is very special to me. And I'm, I'm so grateful for it. Um, but also, like I said, getting to, to, you know, go out there, travel around um, and, and connect with the next generation of lacrosse players um, and kind of share why I love the game um, with others. And then, you know, receive why, why others love the game as well. I just think, you know, it, it really fuels my passion for the game and, and I hope to do that for others as well. So you can be America's coach. You, you can be seriously, you, you, you can coach. You're not restricted to a club of maybe two or three teams of 20 girls or a college of four, a roster of 40 or high school. You can go across the country and see hundreds and thousands, I mean, thousands of young women you, you can, you can impact right now. What, what's the plan? Definitely. I mean, I love, um, like I said, the ability, um, I'm very fortunate to get, um, an opportunity to, to do that and to travel and, and connect with so many people. Um, and, you know, like I said earlier, I've met so many amazing people along the way um, who are, you know, all, all over the place. And I love going to places where, you know, I can connect with a familiar face and, and uh, you know, get to know their players, maybe if they're a coach or, or their teammates um, in different areas. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, planning on, on a lot more of, of events around the country um for the next upcoming year spring and summer um obviously we'll be playing a lot this summer but but i'm hoping to get a lot of events in um also right now about to uh about to launch um more of a online training platform where i'll get yeah. to connect um you know because i can't i can't travel as much as i would want to um but hopefully getting to connect virtually with some players both on an individual and a group basis um and allow them um, to kind of get an insight into, you know, things I think are important, um, you know, position specific drills and, and things like that. So, um, hoping to build that out as well as get to travel as much as possible, um, and, uh, continue to run events, um, under, under my brand. Great. So, so that becomes the hub, like, so that becomes, it's almost a Charlotte North app that becomes central to all this, where I can go on there and get some expertise. Uh, it, it, it it'll, also show me where you're going to be uh, for certain weekends at certain events when you're having clinics that that type of thing is that, is that how this all going to work yep 100 um on my website charlanorthlacrosse.com and you know regularly updating events um and camps and clinics maybe it's small group work um training uh programs like that and then also additionally that that online platform which um will be out soon but i'm, I'm excited for it i hope you know um, I'll get to connect with a lot, a lot more people that way, um, virtually, but as well as, you know, getting out to a lot of, a lot of new places. I'm excited. I'm, I'm definitely, you know, very, um, interested in going around the country as I am from a place where, you know, it wasn't a huge hotbed. It's definitely bigger now. Um, and, and that's just a credit to the coaches down in Texas, but, um, I really do, you know, I think it's a very, very awesome thing when, when, uh, there are opportunities for girls in places that, you know, there, there haven't been in the past and they're, they, they're kind of forced to travel a little bit more than, than the other kids. So um, it's definitely at, a, at the top of my list of priorities uh, is connecting with a, a lot of girls from those non-traditional areas. What is, uh, what, is, what is your future with Athletes Unlimited? Uh, I, got, I got out to two or three games last summer at, at U.S. Lacrosse. The product is amazing. I thought that the event was really well, well run, very professional. Uh, 
I couldn't couldn't have been more impressed with with everything that everything that I saw from a player's standpoint. Uh, what are your dreams for the league? Oh, I'm so excited about it. I think um, you know, like you said, it, it's it's super well run. Um, I mean, we we're very fortunate to have you know a next level of playing um, post college, and I think it really feels that way. You know, we we get out there and there's a different set of rules. Uh, it's you know a faster, more physical game and it really does feel like you're taking that next step and you're being pushed to, to, you know, adapt and, and get better and, and really, you know, work to, to compete at that level against some of the best players who have ever come through college um, as well as professionally um, and, and with national teams, it's, it's really awesome to see all those players come together um, and, you know, also to get a chance to play with, you know, all of the girls in the league at some point, you know, if you're drafted onto a separate team each week and, um, the rosters mix up and it, it's a challenge to to build chemistry with that team uh, over the course of that that week before the weekend of three games. Um, and, you know, it, it's a really fun challenge to to get to play with different types of players, to get to learn from them um, and then just to get to admire from afar the other talent, um, you know, on the remaining teams, uh, which is it, it's exciting. And, and it's awesome that, you know, it's on TV, it's on ESPN and it's accessible to a lot of girls, which, you know, wasn't the case a few years ago. And that, that's, again, a credit to all the people who came before me and, and have trailblazed the way for professional women's lacrosse, like Taylor Cummings and Kayla Trainer, um, And, you know, in, in this past year, Sam Apuzo and, and the rest of the player committee at Athletes Unlimited, who are just pushing to, to you know, get more eyes on, on this league and, and help grow it um, and, and allow for little girls to watch, you know, not only can you dream of playing at division one level or, you know, for your national team, you can also dream to, to be drafted and play, um, you know, during the summer for, for an athletes unlimited professional league and, and, you know, do what you love as for a living. In years past, it would just be once every four years, you try it for team USA, you get together with the best players, and, you know, 80% of the women get cut and 20 make the team and blah, blah. But, from what I saw, just this incredible uh, assembly of talent, uh, intellectual knowledge about the game, stories, and and then like everyone's making everyone else better. And over the course of a month, it's just an amazing germination of of lacrosse. It's just such an enormous positive compared to what the game used to be like for for female players after they got out of college. Uh, you know, club, regionalized club. Uh, th this is this is an incredible opportunity, both for the sport, for the individual. Uh, I, you know, I, it's it's so far fetched from prior that that you know it's it's uh, hard for me to fathom. But I'm glad I went, and I hope the league continues to be strong. I hope they move around, you know, bounce around just a little to try to engage more fans. But everything I love, they do uh, what they do, especially with the off the field. Uh, charities and and uh who, who did you play for last summer i played for morgan's message um which is you know uh, an incredible organization um i i had the the honor of getting to play with morgan rogers at duke university on the lacrosse team um who unfortunately took her own life um after i'd left and her her family and friends and a lot of supporters created this incredible organization um, that just really destigmatizes mental health and um, just creates a lot of buzz around the conversation um, that is not often talked about as we 
we know um, or not talked about, you know, enough, that's for sure. So um, I was very, very fortunate. Um, Donna Rogers is her mom um, who, you know, really was amazing this summer. She came to some of our games um, and we were very lucky that we got to play for their organization. I, it was me alongside of, um, you know, a lot of girls in the league. Um, I think there were, you know, nine or 10 of us, which was, which was incredible. Um, but, you know, I agree. I love, you know, that we each get to pick a cause that we think is very important and close to us. Um, and I just, I love that, that that's, you know, one of the, the biggest, biggest parts of Athletes Unlimited. And, um, it, it's really, uh, it's something that I really, really love. You played in, uh, you won a national championship in 2021 and, and you played in last year's national championship final, which uh, on ESPN in front of, you know, 700,000 people, sold out arena, sky cam. Uh, it was, it was just a, uh, a hallmark moment for, for the sport of lacrosse, let alone women's lacrosse. Uh, but I want to ask you about Acacia, uh, Acacia Walker, your coach at BC and, and, what, 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 what do you think was her biggest impact on your development, uh, who you are today, both on and off the field? Oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. Um, Acacia is just um, the, the type of coach that you don't, you don't think you'll ever be you know, lucky enough to play for. And I think um, she is someone who really instills not only individual belief in yourself, but you know, as a team, um, she, she, um, talks to us and and sits in the locker room and just you know really allows us to feel motivated, confident, strong, empowered, and um, you know like a family and and teaches us um, both through adversity um, and through good times that she's teach she's taught us a lot about what it means to lean into each other, um, how to be a team, how to be a family, um, and how to you know use that that power of loving each other um, on the field, off the field, um, and allow us to build a culture of winning. And I think Acacia, alongside of her coaching staff, uh, Jen Kent, Sam Apuzo, formerly, uh, was Kayla trainer and, um, is now also Callahan Kent. Um, I think they've just built something so special at Boston college where the culture is the foundation. Um, and it's something that's so strong, um, and, and paid close attention to each year and, and put so much effort into that over the time that they've been here um, and, and worked alongside of the leaders of the team to really, um, you know, just strengthen it year to year, figure out what needs to change, figure out, you know, what can get better. Um, and it's just, it's so incredible to see how strong the culture is, you know, throughout. And that's just a credit to them. And, um, you know, I, I definitely am leaving Boston College a, a much better person because of Acacia, not just, you know, a lacrosse player, um, but I learned so much about her, about life from her, about being a leader um, and about, you know, believing in yourself and, and setting goals for yourself. Um, but also, you know, just being a good teammate and a good and a good person, no matter what you're doing. Fed up with the same old generic lacrosse clothing? Check out Hobo Lights, the new up and coming lacrosse streetwear company, making even the dustiest of players look drippier than a chocolate sundae. Visit www hobolax.com and use code QUINT to get 50% off your first purchase. That's hobolax, H-O-B-O-L-A-X.com and the code QUINT, Q-U-I-N-T, all caps, for 15% off your first purchase. 
my niece is a sophomore student at BC and judging from her Instagram account, she's enjoying college <laughs> life up in Boston. I, I want to ask you about you know, like the modern uh, college athletics now. It's NIL. It's a transfer portal. You obviously transferred. This is not about that, though. This is about advice to that next generation of student athlete who might be somewhere, might not feel it's the right fit, might be unhappy, might, you know, there's a lot of things that can go through your mind. Uh, my generation, we didn't really have that option to transfer. You had to sit out a year. It was very bulky and cumbersome. What, what's important to gauge when you may say, you know what, there may be a, I may be happier somewhere else. I may be more uh, fully maximized my experience somewhere else. How do you, how do you counsel young women on that? I think it's really difficult. You know, like I said earlier, change is always scary um, and intimidating, but you never know, you know, what's on the other side and, you know, taking risks um, can be challenging, but they are everywhere in life, right? The opportunity to take a risk um, can, you know, really lead you to something that you never thought was possible. Um, and obviously you can't be a hundred percent sure um, no matter what way you make decisions um, in life. But I think definitely, the opportunity to have the transfer portal as, as an existing um, thing for athletes right now is huge. I think it gives them a chance um, to decide, you know, maybe they step back and evaluate how their experience has been so far. And they, they see that, you know, it's been awesome in so many ways, but maybe not every category has been hit um, in ways that they wanted to, or maybe they reassess, you know, what are my goals moving forward? Um, and, and what is my plan of action to achieve them? And, and maybe it, it might be better, you know, at a, at a different place that, that really fits those categories you want to fulfill. And, um, that the portal is a great way to just be able to kind of dive into more of an, uh, exploration of, of other places that, that could fit those categories and, and allow you to fulfill, you know, what you want, um, in your, in your goals and, uh, feel like the most, authentic version of yourself um, and the best version of you, the happiest version. So um, I think, you know, my advice would be, um, you know, it, it always can be scary and intimidating, um, but you, with the right support um, and, and belief in yourself, knowing that, you know, your goals are, are important to you for a specific reason um, and, and not hesitating to really go for them with everything you have, no matter the risk, um, there, there will be, you know, a reward in, in chasing your dreams um, if you work work hard enough. I think one of the consequences that I'm seeing in college football is that it's been a slap in the face of coaches who don't establish a great chemistry, a, a great locker room, a, a happy culture, a positive culture. Because it, when you've got disgruntled athletes now, there's options. You know, 10 years ago, those guys were stuck in that program or those women were stuck in that program. Now there's options. So I think it's really been a positive to for schools to create athletic programs and people want to be involved. They're having fun, they're achieving, they're improving, uh, and, and it's a happy family. Uh, I've been to Texas five times since the start of college football season. Uh, I went to Texas twice in Austin. SMU did a game at TCU uh, before they really got good and anybody knew about them. Also got to go to A&M. And when I go to A&M, feels like it's like on the other side of the world. It's, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's It really takes a long time to get there. But I want to ask you about Dallas. I, I love the Salt Lake barbecue up uh, up in Austin. Every time I'm in the Austin airport, I pick up the 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 spice. The spicy dry rub is unbelievable. But how did you in Dallas? You mentioned your coach Cook. How did you really get good in Dallas? Was it 
Was it a matter of more time on your own spent shooting against the wall, playing basketball, like, or was it really coach cook and what you guys did at practice? Like how does someone from a non, non-traditional Dallas, Dallas is getting good. I was at Highland park middle school shooting on some goalies with Jake Stover last time I was there. And his oh, yeah. kids were unbelievable. His kids were unbelievable. Oh yeah. And like, this is Dallas. There's good, good athletes and great players there. They just need a little love. Uh, yeah. But what, what do you recommend for the non-traditional hotbed athlete? Who's got dreams of, of, of going big time. Totally. I mean, the talent there is, you know, just skyrocketed and it's, it's amazing to see. I think, um, you know, what it, it's a lot of, a lot of work behind the scenes. It's a lot of just buying into, you know, why you love the game. And that's, you know, why I never wanted to put my stick down and I wanted to go to the wall after I did my homework at nine o'clock at night and find it, find a, a lit wall somewhere, um, you know, and shooting on my own and, and watching, you know, like I said, watching, you know, some of my favorite players at the college level, professional level, the men's side, um, and just studying their film, taking pieces I liked, going out and working on them on my own. Um, and I think that's, it's huge now as well, because, you know, there's tens of thousands of more, um, you know, outlets and ways to, to watch film on, on your favorite players, which is, is incredible um, for the game on the whole. But I think it's definitely just, you know, soaking in um, your experiences and and what you're learning from your coaches at the club level or the high school level, um, but also you know learning from your teammates and and you know what what you're going through as a team um, can be incredibly useful and those experiences you know will translate over to um, once you, you you join a new team maybe it's a new club team or when you go to college and you join join your new team there um, but I think you know, it's, it's a lot of focus on your individual preparation and your dedication to having, you know, a really strong work ethic that, that fuels you to want to get better at specific things, being intentional. You know, it's not just going out and spending four hours on the wall, hoping that, you know, your dominant hand gets, gets better. Um, but it's, you know, being intentional with specific goals. Maybe it's, um, as detailed as, you know, an, an off stick or non-dominant, uh, underhand catch and throw, you know, just something very detailed and specific that that allows you to go out and really work intentionally for a short amount of time, set that goal for a week, and maybe you move on to an, a new skill. But it's you know wanting to to love that that drive uh, to get better at, at different things and increase your skill set on your own, and then you know study study yourself, study other players, and, and work with your team on on how you can you know be the best the best for them. Last thing I want to finish up with, with, with you currently, without the structure of a team, obviously there's Team USA, but that's an every three or four year thing. Athletes Unlimited is, is, a, is a summer commodity. How now without the structure of a team, are you continuing to train your body, your skills, your cardio? Uh, do, do you find yourself finding pickup games or, or cross training by playing basketball or, you know, like, give the fan a look inside your now weekly schedule in terms of, of staying sharp. Yeah. I love a good opportunity to uh, shoot some hoops and cross train with basketball. I think it actually does provide such an awesome uh, way to, to train not only cardio and endurance wise, but also, you know, agility wise. I think the crossover between the two is amazing. So love any chance I get to play um, because I used to, you know, used to love getting to play in the winter time in high school. Um, but I also am very fortunate. I, uh, I work out, uh, with Mike Boyle, who's a strength trainer up here in Boston. Uh, he runs Mike Boyle strength and conditioning. Um, 
and a lot of, a lot of amazing professional women's hockey and lacrosse players train out of there. And, um, he just does such an amazing job of, you know, going through the seasons with his athletes and, and feel, making them feel so prepared, um, for competition, um, both strength wise, conditioning wise, agility wise, um, and, and speed wise, I think he just is the best of the best. And, uh, I'm lucky that I've, I've gotten to start training with him, um, and a great group of girls, um, which is a ton of fun, um, every day. So he, he just is, I can't speak highly of him enough. He's, he's so smart and, and he allows me to feel, uh, my best, you know, whether it's, you know, an off day or I'm going out and I'm playing in a, in a true game. Um, he, he allows me to feel like my body is, you know, at its strongest point. Um, and I, I'm, I'm healthy and uh, ready to compete. CharlotteNorth.com. CharlotteNorthLacrosse.com. CharlotteNorthLacrosse.com, folks. That's how you want to stay in touch with uh, all the doings and happenings in the Charlotte North lacrosse world or galaxy. The Ocho. Uh, what's, what's the Ocho part of it? Is, is eight, is that more than just a, a number now? Has that become your logo? Uh, it's not in the logo, but it's uh, very near and dear to my heart. Uh, I actually... Um, I was, there's a story behind why I, I got to wear it at Boston College. Uh, former former player, Covey Stanwick um, for the Boston College Eagles, who was one of the all-time greatest She's to come through this program. Eighth child, right? It's Covey the yeah, eighth in that she, family? She, um, is she the eighth? I don't, I don't know. There's she, eight kids. Yeah, that I do know. Yeah, yeah. She, she, uh, she actually moved to Dallas when I was a, a junior in high school. She was my assistant coach at my high school. We actually won the state title together my senior year. Um, and then she's just been an amazing mentor to me as well and friend and alum of Boston College. And she's just been such a great supporter. And I actually remember being such a huge fan of hers, uh, watching her play at Boston College. She, uh, like I said, is one of the all-time greats to come through the program and to be able to wear her number was really special to me. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping to stick with it. I'm, I'm 88 in the pro league, um, but it's a, it's an important number to me for sure. CharlotteNorthLacrosse.com for uh, all the events, uh, expertise, skill training, merchandise. It's all out there for you folks. So uh, Charlotte, I really have appreciated talking to you. Uh, just uh, continued continued success. If there's anything I can ever do to help you out, please, you got my email now and my phone number, uh, please reach out. Uh, I'll do anything possible to, to see you uh, continue to push this thing forward. Thanks, Quint. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. You're awesome. Yes. Thanks, Charlotte. Good luck. Thank you.